How's everybody doing, boys and girls, girls and boys? This is, I think, I think it's episode number eight, number eight, something like that, of my subjective perspective with Jordan Fisher. And why did he make you so special? Why did he bless you? Think about it. I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. Got a smile when I say that shit. I woke up this morning. Go. I actually just came up with that name recently. I came up with that name yesterday, or maybe it was this morning. No, it was yesterday, because I was, I was making a turn as I was driving, and something triggered that thought in my mind, because I was originally going to call the podcast My Subjective Universe, but that sounds like a drug abuser. It sounds kind of ate up. Although, I guess ate up's only a term around here, which means kind of like a drugged out, I guess you'd say. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm really happy with the name. It's three words, kind of short, maybe a few more syllables than I would like, but who gives a fuck about syllables, am I right? Anyway, I would like to talk about, and it also rhymes, the name rhymes, which is beautiful. But I would like to talk about a topic that many people can relate to, maybe not necessarily themselves, but... I'm sure some people in their lives might be able to relate to this topic. The topic is addiction. And I would like to keep in mind whenever I discuss this topic with myself, (laughs) I would like to keep in mind and communicate to my viewers, my listeners, that I am speaking about this topic as objectively and as empathetically as I possibly can. And addiction is I've I've personally only been addicted to one thing and it's not necessarily the thing that the word addiction usually triggers drug abuse or whatever, but I I would say, and maybe two things. I would say I've been addicted to fitness at points in my life where I've been obsessed with going to the gym. And I've also been at spots in my life where I've been addicted to social media. I think social media, I, I would say I'm currently at this point, July 5th, 2017, 21 and a half, three-fourths fucking years old. I would say I am still addicted to social media i wouldn't say that's something that's in the past but i'm i'm very i have a lot of gratitude i'm very thankful that i'm not addicted to something a lot worse than instagram you know i i have a buddy of mine he's wearing nicotine patches right now at 21 years old he's wearing nicotine patches because he realized to himself one day that yo i'm fucking addicted to cigarettes like, he, he started off smoking cigarettes like a lot of people do. They smoke. Uh, he started smoking them when he was drunk. And he's like, oh, I only smoke cigs when I'm drunk. Then he starts buying packs when he's sober. Then he, then he, it just, it become, it became habitual for him. And that's what addiction is. It's, it's, ex- I have an extreme personality, but I also understand moderation. I have extreme, I, I guess I, you could say I'm addicted to something. Something's better than cigarettes and whatnot but i yeah i guess i guess i get a little obsessed with a lot of things but where was i going with that fuck 
Oh yeah, my buddy he gets he gets a he got addicted to cigarettes, and it's all about watching your habits and consciously monitored monitoring monitoring your daily habitual habits, whatever that may be. If you're if you're constantly smoking pot all the time, I don't see any problem with smoking weed, but if you're smoking three, four times a day, and I've been there before, I've been there, and you're just just getting high all the time, I don't think that's necessarily a good thing at all, at all. It's actually very destructive at that point. You don't want to be high all the time. You don't want to be drunk all the time. And I don't, I, I'm a firm believer that everything in moderation, when you do it, you do it in moderation, and the quantity of times you do it in, also in moderation. Keep, everything's about moderation. Life is a balance. And addiction is difficult, especially when you're talking like opiates or prescription drugs, because that's more than just a psychological addiction versus like alcoholism and binge drinking and all that. Um, but cigarettes, cigarettes are way more addictive than whenever they first started. They got chemicals in them, they got nicotine in them to make them addictive. And I I have started I've stopped those demons before they even became anything in my personal life. But I understand how they you gotta you just can't in my opinion with something like like cigarettes, with something like opiates, you just can't allow those in your life. You can't accept them even once because you're going to like it. Like I, I would probably like cigarettes if I smoked them. That's why everybody, I'm sure everybody smokes them because they like them at first. But it's not worth it. It's not worth the temporary gratification, the temporary pleasure for a few 15-minute buzz of nicotine rush or tobacco high, whatever you want to call it. I, I think... You need to find a balance if you're gonna do anything, unless it's unless it's actually addicting. But it's something like um, something like exercise, for example. When I was going way too hard on exercise, I I was just I was going way over the top with it, way over the top. And you can't you can't allow yourself to do that with really anything, even if it is a positive thing. I personally struggle with this because I have an extreme personality. I get obsessed with things and I do them in way too much in abundance. I get obsessed with painting. I was painting like eight hours a day for like three weeks straight. Uh, I think it's I think it's partially about finding the correct obsessions, the correct addictions. If you're addicted to business and you see a lot of benefits in that, there are going to be a lot of pros that come with that. But with any addiction, with any obsession. There are negatives, there are cons, and you gotta consciously understand that and be aware of that when you're partaking in these activities, whenever you, these habitual routines are consuming your lifestyle. And understand that, yeah, this is an awesome thing, but maybe not all the time. And then you gotta find that balance, because when I was... When I was painting eight hours a day, for example, I got really lonely. And granted, I was—it wasn't like the only thing I was doing, but it was. If I had free time, man, I was painting. Like I was either fucking painting, working out, going to work, or doing online or going to school. I was—that was pretty much all my life consumed of for uh, about three, four weeks. 
and it was really it was a really cool time but it got lonely it had some negative consequences as well i i didn't really socialize very much for those weeks i decided fuck it i'm going to just paint <laughs> You know, I just I just painted, and the same thing with fitness. I've gotten too obsessed with fitness to where it actually uh, took a negative toll on my on my personal life. I was working out like at least at least five days a week, at least, and I was working out two hours a day minimum. There, I remember there was a four hour workout I did one day. I was just hitting legs super hard one day, and what I realized is that. I've, I was always a goofy guy before that, but I started to get very serious whenever I was working out, and I, I didn't like that at all, and I said, you know what, working out, this is a positive change, this is, I'm glad I went very extreme with it, I'm glad I went hard, put my hours in, put my work in, but I think I'm going to start finding a balance, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of step back Take a step back, take take a deep breath, take a little bit of a break, and then get back into it. Which, from there, I'd like to talk about how you form positive habits. At least how I like to... I, I can only talk about this subjectively because it's how I personally like to form habits. What i found works for me. And what that is is pretty much what I just described. I, I like to... Let's say, let's say something I attract new into my life. For example, about... I don't know, three, four months ago, I uh, attracted meditation into my life, and I started watching videos and people talking. I, I just kept, it was a recurring theme of some of the personal development, some of the books I was reading, some of uh, the TED Talks, whatever, whatever it is that I was listening to, and a lot of, a lot of things, uh, a lot of the information I was consuming seemed to revolve around meditation, and meditation is something a positive um, habit I've allowed into my life, and the way I like to form habits is I like to go very extreme with them. I like to use my extreme, my obsessive personality to my advantage, and go very hard with them in the beginning. So let's say it's working out. Let's say it's meditation. I'll use meditation as an example since I uh, started with that. Meditation, uh, I, I would go very hard. I would hold myself to a very high standard. I would meditate as much as I possibly could. I did the same with reading. I would read as much as I possibly could for, I don't know, it's, it's until I, I've heard that it takes whatever, like, uh, I don't know, I think it's, I've, 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 I've heard so many different numbers with how long it takes to form a habit. I didn't really give a fuck about how long it's supposed to take. I just kind of did it in an extreme, uh, an extreme focus and extreme attention intention on what I was doing until it became something that I saw as a part of my life. It became habitual for me. So I went very extreme. Let's say, for example, I was, I'll use reading as an example because that's more applicable and that's, I could talk about that more subjectively than uh, meditation. Uh, reading, I started off reading, I was reading like, 10, 8 hours a week, something like that, uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty much on average, I was reading 7, 8, 9, 10 hours a week, sometimes more, sometimes less, and I did this for about 8 weeks, now, 
reading is something that's been habitual for me for the past seven, eight months to where I'm reading like a bad week for me will be two hours. Uh, a good week will be six, seven hours, you know, like now it's become a habit. Like it's something, it's a standard that I hold myself up to and I, I just, it, I set that standard for myself and I, I, every week in and out, I record how much I read and I try to read as much as possible, but I, I don't worry about not reading anymore. Before I wasn't reading at all. And now, now I don't, that's not even a concern. Like I think, I think the worst week I had was last week and I read like an hour and a half and that was the worst week I've had in like almost 30 weeks of doing this. And I've, uh, I mean, I mean, I was a little bit embarrassed with myself, but I, I mean, now next week, all I can really do this week is just recover and read more. It's it's really not that big of a deal because I've read an hour more than last week. I read one hour more or one and a half hours more than if I never started doing this. If I never let reading become a habit. So I started off with extremes the first few weeks until it became habitual. Then it started to balance itself out in the ebb and flow of uh of finding a habit and how much I like to do it and cause I, I, I will admit that when I was reading 10 hours a week sometimes I was I mean it was opportunity cost sometimes I was staying in I, I would skip a party to read because I wanted to read a ton and uh, or I would skip a social event but the important part is that now it's it's habitual for me it's habitual it's a part of my life reading is a very part big part of my life and I, I formed that habit, and now I just got to make sure I got to maintain that habit, and I got to find that balance. Or that balance has already been achieved, but I got to maintain that habit and maintain the moderation of reading. And yeah, I mean, reading reading was a little bit of an. It had some negative drawbacks, especially in the busy lifestyle I lead. It was. A little too much for me at times and it, it had some negative consequences but it was totally worth it it was totally worth skipping whatever I skip because it became a habit that's just the way I like to form habits I've done that with the gym I've done that with yoga I've done that with meditation I've done that with affirmations kind of quit doing affirmations a little bit uh, I don't know a lot of things a lot of things basically any any positive anything you could you can look at your life and say this would make a positive impact on my life then why not just do it and make it a habit go extreme with it in the beginning form that habit make it a part of your life attract that yeah um i think i every and i said pretty much everything i need to say about addiction uh I guess I guess my point, my final uh, conclusion on it is that almost everybody's addicted to something, whether it's video games, whether it's whatever. And there's some some addictions that are better for you. There are some societal societal uh, benefits to some of them. Some of them have societal consequences. Some of them just have consequences in general. And I, I guess it's all about finding the right addiction, the right obsession, but more than that, it's about finding a balance and finding not not just one or two of these addictions, but finding 
a ton so that you can have moderation in your life. You can't have a balance of all these obsessions. And that it that puts a wrap on this podcast. Uh